Did you ever see it? Did you ever see it? It's good. I seen it. Watched it. Bought it. Um, own it. Uh, had a good time with it. And uh, that'll hopefully be all the jokes I make about it today. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So it... It, it, it is. It, man, I'm, I'm stuck on the word it right now. We have to get over this. Have to get over this. The movie is uh, Stranger Things without science fiction, basically. Stranger Things kicked off and made people remember that the 80s with children on bicycles was a great time in movies. The Goonies, what a good time. And Monster Squad, is that the other one? There isn't, I don't know. Send me your 80s children on bicycle movies. Um, not even made in the 80s, set in the 80s is probably it. Uh, so the movie It, Stephen King wrote a book. It is uh, it's as big as a phone book. The book It is humongous. This movie did a very smart thing and took half of it. It took the popular children in the 80s thing of Stranger Things at the time and uh, made it into a movie that's just over two hours long and it's pretty great guys it's it's a horror movie so you know be aware of that try not to watch in an open room like in, with bright lights because the the lighting horror movies when you're watching it in the summer it's it's hard to see what's going on i mean that's the point basically but you know, up the contracts a wee bit, movie makers. So uh, the movie follows a group of uh, six kids and basically a clown that's uh, trying to eat their fear and scare them. And um, yeah, that's the adventure, really. It's, it, it is good. I like it a lot. Um, it, it I'm stuck on it still. The movie or the theme, the book, it's iconic. I feel like a lot of people remember the TV miniseries well it's kind of two movies wasn't it in the 90s um it was a bit like what they ended up doing with this where they did the adults and the kids and you know th that was the smart thing to do uh, the kids story was always the better story so clearly this is the better movie uh it chapter two do you do an episode on that not right now uh, i'm not gonna watch it for a bit it's quite long i seen it in the cinema and didn't enjoy it as much by as much, I mean, it's a good bit less good. It's a good bit worse. But the Tim Curry clown of Pennywise was super iconic. Tim Curry's amazing, people. Watch a movie with him in it. Watch The Muppets Treasure Island and just enjoy Tim Curry. Watch Congo and enjoy Tim Curry. Tim Curry's great. So how do you, you know, change that iconic or replace or remake an iconic sort of character like that? You don't, and but the, the they made the movie. Warner Brothers made it, and Bill Sarsgaard, he's Dallin Skarsgård's So there's like a star Skarsgård. Um, yeah, read that name. It's hard to say for me. Uh, but you know, there's a wee family, a wee Swedish family of uh, Sarsgårds, and you know they they make movies, and um, this one, Bill. He's in this, he's in like well, John Wick chapter four. Uh, Pennywise the Clown is good in it. The Clown is scary. 
he's not got that you know bright yellow and blue i almost think that the the tv series being like brightly lit like under like not well budgeted you know being like it has a lot of limitations because it's made for tv in the 90s it kind of makes it better at things because it's just like there is you know it's not pennywise lurking in the shadows with gloomy lighting it's like well there's pennywise over there and it's just like does not care it's like dude you're gonna be scared with this and you know for a lot of people it was i i've i've seen the 90s one don't remember lots about it other than there's some neon doctors um make a wee appearance in it obviously tim carrey i know i know the clown that's the height of it but the clown isn't really in the book from what i hear that much I haven't read the book I had the audiobook and uh, to be honest stephen king was on mad drugs at the time in the 80s i believe and he um, wrote a book that has some very detailed descriptions that i don't like getting read to me when i'm about to go to sleep let's put it that way that's when i like to listen to the audiobooks but so the movie let's talk about the movie things i don't like about the movie first off a couple of characters are underwritten okay the um uh is it mike who is uh, the homeschooled character he's the black one basically there's the black one the, the girl one there's the stutter one there's the uh glasses one that makes the inappropriate jokes there's the jewish one there is the um sick one i suppose is the way to do it hypochondriac is that the word don't know and there is another one i think i forgot about oh the, the fat one i can say that i'm a chunkster i don't remember their names but they're easily to identify characters because they have those traits you know the stranger thing one is the one from stranger things he has glasses and he makes inappropriate jokes um so a couple of them are underwritten i think the four white boys and the beverly character she's the only one whose name i definitely know her there's georgie there's bet georgie gets eight beverly there's bell there mike will i don't know don't don't care the movie you don't need to know because they're so identifiable and easy to you know identify basically um they uh the, those characters are well written the uh african-american boy is not really that well written he's kind of you know he has a couple of scenes and then he just ends up as part of the group and i suppose i don't really remember my youth when i was what i think they were meant to be 12 13 i don't remember that you know that strongly but i i i suppose you just sort of were standing near people and then you became friends and that's how that worked i'm not too sure um but yeah so uh beverly's really good in this movie when i remember first seeing it and i still think it now um your girl that plays her uh she is in um dungeons and dragons as well so you got cut from the the one of the posters from that and i was like that's that's not on uh but uh she's really good and i i was watching her and i'm just like oh she's um she's gonna be the perfect cast for like a carrie kelly robin to a batman at some stage and didn't happen it's it's a shame uh her name to uh bring it up as i scroll through this is sophia lillis very goodness very enjoyable she played the part really well that's the thing about this movie stranger things done it as well they managed to get kids who weren't annoying and who could act reasonably well to carry a movie and this movie is rested on these kids they carry it they're the 
everything revolves around them. There are adults in them. There's no real, yeah, there's literally no named actors. I think Bill Sarsgaard is actually the biggest name at the time. It, it benefits the movie for that. Maybe that's an issue with the sequel where they got some big name actors in. And you're like, oh, there's that person or your woman or your man or whoever. And they're two recognizable kids. Well, I suppose Stranger Thing kid, maybe. But it was so early. Don't know. So they carry the movie. The thing about this movie is the adults are horrendous in this movie. Absolutely terrible. Apparently it's a trait of uh, Stephen King. And, um, you know, it, it benefits the movie. It gives them a reason why one kid gets cut with a knife and doesn't go to hospital. It's because adults are really terrible in this movie. Almost as bad as the bullying. I mean, one of the kids gets cut with a knife. By cut with a knife, um, the bully's going to engrave his name into him. And you're like... Oh, it's yeah it, it goes a bit far at times it feels like you're like oh my goodness what is going on this has gone to extremes and yeah I, I, it's it's not it doesn't hurt the movie let's put it there. it's a bit hard to believe i find it easier to believe a clown that has like three light bulbs in his head that you know that eats children and like turns into giants and all this i find that easier to believe because it's like supernatural than you know, an actual human, like teenager, would use a knife to carve their name into another child. I don't find that, well, I, I find that suspense of disbelief too far for me. It might actually happen, you know, the 80s. Who knows what was going on? I don't really know. Like, I was there for a wee bit, but not, not enough to get, you know, a name carved in. But the 80s is the cool decade. That's why it's set there. Also helps that it's like every 27 years. And like they did that. You know, it's the movie's 2017. I can't believe it's six years old. That's crazy. Um, it, it's that. And, you know, it goes back 27 years early. And then the sequel was 27 years later. Well done. Good, you know, it worked out well for them, basically. Um, you know, there's fun background stuff, you know, being set in the 80s that you can recognize. Like there's a Batman and there's Lethal Weapon 2 is getting shown on in the movies and stuff like that. The background has a lot of nice little details, like whenever they're, you know, helping a character, you might see a, a Pennywise, you know, thing will show up on, on, on the art on the wall. You know, um, when uh, the kid's in the library, the librarian, you know, just starts, like, stops and starts staring at it, but it's all out of focus. Like, it's there's no attention drawn to it. And it adds to the creepiest of the, the creepiness of the movie. And that's what a horror movie needs to do. It needs to be feel off, feel weird. It, you know, it's meant to scare you. I feel horror and comedy are easy to be good. Comedy has to make you laugh. Horror has to make you feel scared, has to make you feel uneasy. And this movie still does it, to be honest. When you're like, I've seen it before, but I'm like, oh, don't, don't go in that room. I turn into the, you know, the your girl in uh, what's a scary movie too. It's like, oh, do not go in there, you know, her. Uh, <laughs> so the movie, it they uh, are getting terrorized and they're trying to find a way to uh, defeat the clown, basically, because the clown took Bill's brother Georgie at the start of the movie, and uh, like the most iconic thing about it is you know you'll float to and the you know the client and that and and guys it's good it's a really good movie you've got characters that look similar you know one of the bullies i think his name's henry he is uh he seems to look like um kevin bacon a wee bit and you're like yeah okay okay 
And Kevin Bacon was a, you know, he was a big deal in the 80s. Listen to Footloose to find out more about Kevin Bacon in the 80s. Uh, or not, because I talk about the movie rather than Kevin Bacon in the 80s. So, uh, yeah, he, he he's a mad character, actually, Henry. Because he's got this wee group of, you know, um, bullying friends. And then his dad's like the police officer. But he does a bit of murdering in it and stuff like that. It's an unusual movie in that way. You know, the adults... And the kids, you know, they're so different and they're so split. You know, you and and the movie's always kind of like at eye level for the kids. If you ever was operating that camera, their back must have been busted, you know, just crouching down low. Because the kid that's in Shazam, the sick one, in this movie, he's pretty small in this movie. And one of the things I, I like, this is the real reason I wanted to do this episode on it, is, you know, when I watched The Goonies, the kids would say some, you know, the language would be a wee bit colourful, you know, it's a bit racier. So you're like, oh, oh my goodness, I hear that in the playground. I don't hear it, you know, anywhere else type of thing. This movie, the kids are effing and jeffing like there's no tomorrow. The profanity that comes out of some of their mouths is brutal. It's funny because, you know, it's like you're a child, you shouldn't be saying that. But, you know, there, the, there is, you know, the movie's, it's a horror movie, it's written 15. And, for like the language from the children alone, it makes that written. And I, I, I kind of really like that. I know, you know, kids, kids don't be swearing, guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad, but it just added something to this movie. It made you, it made me like the kids a whole lot more. You know, they're in a high stress scenario. Of course, they're going to let slip a couple of words they've heard. You know, America in the 80s when all these movies were coming out. I mean, the language, like, this is the thing about America I find interesting in movies. They they have a, a, a rating called NC-17, which basically means no children under sev- 17 or under. It's the same as the UK's 18 rating. But not, like, movies try their best to not get that rating because it doesn't get a good distribution uh, in cinemas and, like, it's hard to review and stuff like that. And it's usually reserved for some really, like, you know, the like high gore high sexual content you know horrendous like um you what's what's the word well just like horrendous things around it so uh, you can a lot of them get r ratings and you to be honest any like i'm looking at movies i own on myself that are rated 18 that are r rated means that a child can go see that movie with an adult and i'm just like what so obviously these kids are picking stuff up from watching Robocop or something like that, um, you know, in the 80s, um, because they're allowed in to see it with an adult. And, you know, they would have done it because adults are terrible in, you know, this movie. Uh, other things I wanted to make a joke that it's the town of Derry, uh, which is a fictional place, whereas there's a real town called Londonderry. Way. So for the five people that listened this far, well, five people. For the person that listened this far, hope you enjoy my joke that Derry isn't a real place. You know, it's it's a fake place in Maine. And this is the thing about that town, right? This just reminded me. The kid that done all the research says like, oh yeah, the death rate for adults is six times the national average here and it's worse for kids. Who is living in this town? I mean, what? The kids go missing all the time. People are dying there's explosions in factories there's a climb uh, and you're like nah what what i mean come on sort that out just 
Really? Come on, I've turned I've turned on that girl from Scary Movie too. So it really good. Other little things about it, not too much to be honest. I try not to do a heavy detailed plot breakdown because what's the point? If I'm doing a heavy detailed plot breakdown, are you gonna watch it? Probably not. Uh, I would suggest you watch it. Um, I I don't know where it's streaming. Don't care. You know, listen to the old Barbenheimer episode to hear my thoughts on that. You know, bought it in Blu-ray. Enjoyed it. Looks good in Blu-ray. Got it really cheap as well. Two point ninety eight for a Blu-ray. For a Blu-ray? Are you mad? Um, I was not mad because I was smart enough to buy it and watch it and enjoy it. And I can always go to myself, reach up, take out that cover, look at the balloon with the clown holding it. And it, what a terrible title. Anyway, what else? I suppose you call it Pennywise, maybe. It, hmm, sure. It's good. Watch it. Enjoy it. Follow it. Check it out. It, right. That'll do for the day then. Uh, we're, we're rattling on, you know, this whole uh, one a week. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's doing its thing. Well done. 